0: Hi, everybody. My name is Natasha and welcome to the Modern African Mama podcast, a podcast where I talk about how my experience growing up and being parented in a traditional African manner has impacted my own parenting style. So the first thing I want to do is introduce myself and I guess just talk a little bit more about my vision for this podcast and why I felt that there was a need to start this podcast. So my name is Natasha. I was born in Zimbabwe and I moved to Australia when I was 10. Um, So from the age of 10 to now, um, I've been living in Australia um, and I have two little girls. Um, They are three years old and seven months. Um, So as I began my parenting journey just three years ago, which is still, you know, really new and I'm still discovering new things and I'm sort of knee deep into that. Um, toddler stage with my first at the moment which is crazy but I guess I you know I've been thinking a lot more about the kind of parent that I want to be um, and what I want for my kids right and a lot of what I want for my kids is really dependent on me and how I parent And that's really led me to thinking about how I was parented. So as I mentioned before, um, I grew up, you know, in Africa until the age of 10. And parenting in Africa is quite different. um, And um, I would say, you know, definitely very different to how we're parenting now. And this is where the modern comes in, in that, you know, I was parented one way and then now as a, as a parent, um, I'm trying to move away from that type of parenting and into sort of a modern way of parenting, a more responsive way of parenting, if you will. And I just felt like, you know, I've been looking, um, I love to listen to podcasts and I've been looking for lots of different podcasts, but I feel like there's no podcast at the moment that really reflects on the experience of the idea that how you're raised really has a big impact on how you parent. And that sometimes no matter how much you try to move away from it, you know, you kind of are always in this tag and pull, tag and pull kind of thing where, you know, yes, you're trying to move away from it, but at the same time, how you were parented, that style of parenting is most likely going to be the most natural style for you to fall back on, especially when you're frustrated. And I'm definitely finding it at the moment that with my toddler in particular, when she gets, you know, very irritated and she's having tantrums, Um, It's very hard for me to really self-regulate my own emotions and meet her where she is and really practice that positive style of parenting. I tend to my first instinct rather is to go back to how I was parented, which was a very rigid way of parenting. So I guess I'll just, you know, sort of talk a little bit more about that and what I mean. So in Africa, um, you know, there's rules when you're a child, there's rules, there's very strict rules and you have to follow those rules. Right. There's no, um, you know, there's no options or questioning anything. It is what it is, Um, whether or not you think the rules make sense. That's, that's not your business as a child. You just have to follow. Uh, you have to respect your parents um, to the highest level. It doesn't matter, you know, what your parents do to you, whether they're nice to you, whether they're mean to you, you just have to respect them because they're your parents. Um, and there's definitely no questioning, no taking, no talking back basically a lot of it can be stifling um it can especially be stifling um to kids in terms of free thinking um and just developing your own thought process right it's almost like everybody has to think the same everybody it has to be uniform and if you try to deviate from that then you're labeled a troubled child um A lot of physical discipline is used um, in terms of corporal punishment. And, you know, that's just how we grew up. I always um, think about how when I moved to Australia, uh, a lot of the friends that I started to make would be like, oh, I got grounded or they would talk about all these rules that they had at their home. And I remember thinking, I don't have any rules at home. Right, So the African style of parenting, it's like you don't actually have any rules, but you just inherently, it's this intrinsic, I don't know how to explain it, it's just this, this, this intrinsic thought that you just know, it's almost like you're born knowing what you can and can't do, you know, and what the restrictions are, like your parents never have to tell you, you can't do this, you can't, you just know, you just know, because, you know, that's African parenting again, like I said, there's no uh, questioning. So, you know, obviously, at the time, you know, and I want to, I, I want to I wanna really make sure that I highlight that I do not think that my own parents did this, you know, out of because they didn't like me or didn't love me to them. In that world that we were in, that was the best way to show your kids you love them, you know, to make sure that they fit in with society, to make sure that they didn't get picked on, to make sure that they got opportunities. They had to be really strict, they felt, right? And they felt like they were doing things better than their parents, which is what I think every parent feels like, you know, and I even think to myself that, yes, at the moment, I might feel like, you know, I'm doing the best for my kids and I'm, you know, doing this new style, positive style parenting, responsive parenting. I'm reading books. I'm listening to podcasts, everything to try to be in tune with my children. But I am not perfect, guys. And like, again, this is where I'm going to come back to how it's a constant fight within myself. So the first response when my toddler is crying And again, I go back to my childhood where crying was like, why are you crying? You're crying for no reason. Like, you know, there's no reason why you're crying is, you know, you'll be that crying will be shut down like you were not allowed to just cry. And that's my natural instinct when my toddler cries. Instead of like, I understand that she's crying because she's got all these big emotions in this small little body and she still can't articulate it, right? She can't articulate it because her language skills are still developing and it sort of feels like it's about to explode in her. So instead of shouting, right, and telling her, be quiet, you know, why are you crying? Um, I need to get down to her level and I need to talk to her. Now guys, it sounds easier said than done. It really does. And that's where my struggle comes because my first instinct is I feel very irritated and like, I just want to be like, just be quiet. Why are you crying? I'm very frustrated, right? That's where I need to really learn to self-regulate. So I'm on this journey, right? Of I've got this vision in front of me of this is the parent that I want to be But at this moment, this is the parent that I am. I'm not the perfect parent. More often than not, instead of getting to her level, I'm just, you know, shouting or being really short with her and then feeling that cycle of guilt. And it just becomes so vicious because as soon as I shout at her, I start to feel really guilty. Like, I know why she's doing this. She's not doing this on purpose. You know, she's just learning. And I need to be more patient. So that's why I guess, you know, this podcast is really about me and other people that struggle and other parents that struggle with this and I don't feel that you necessarily have to have grown in an African household to understand I think anybody who's you know everybody has been parented in a certain style and that parenting style often impacts how they're parenting their own kids and you've all had the classic saying oh, I'm never going to parent like my parents we've all said it right but then what I will say guys is when you have children. It exposes you. Uh, It leaves you metaphorically feeling really naked. um, And it's very uncomfortable because if you're going to be the kind of parent that you want to be, you have to always be self-reflecting. You have to always be like criticizing yourself because that's the only way you can improve. Now, again, you know, by saying criticizing yourself, I don't mean going around feeling guilty and I think this is something that we do as parents so much where we feel guilty all the time we feel like we're not doing enough for our kids and the guilt eats us alive like we're not playing enough we're not in tune enough we're not doing enough we're not giving them enough you know like especially with the rise of social media we're just bombarded with all these images guys and I'm so guilty of this of just scrolling through Instagram and seeing all these picture perfect parents they're playing with their kids they're um, getting down to their level they all seem so happy and smiling and then I you know I raise my head away from the from the screen sorry from the screen and you know it's chaos like my children are screaming they're playing and that's the norm guys like toddlers are meant to scream Uh, babies are meant to cry that is completely normal I think it's really important to give ourselves that leeway nothing is going to be a hundred percent and I think the more we try to push for a hundred percent the more we burn out and the more frustrated we become with our kids and then it just becomes a vicious circle and we're actually not working towards um, being the kind of parents that we want to be like I think it's okay to have a vision of you know what parent you want to be but I think it's also okay to accept that you're going to make mistakes. I think the real difference is willing to admit that you have made a mistake right and this is something I'm working on because okay so I've gone through the cycle where I know what I'm supposed to do when she's throwing a tantrum she's crying she's screaming and I just feel like exploding myself and I just feel like you know I'm shouting at her and maybe I have shouted at her I haven't managed to self-regulate myself what I now need to do and this is something guys again I'm working on is I need to be able to give us some space. She goes, get space, calm down. I go and get some space, calm down. And then I need to be able to apologize for my reaction. Like mommy is sorry, you know, for shouting at you, you know, she knows that you didn't mean to, you know, you, you weren't being, you know, you weren't being like this, but you were finding it really difficult. And to me, guys, that's so hard. It's so hard for me to do because, again, going up to my upbringing, my parents would never, ever apologize, never. Because why? Why would you apologize to a child? It's a child, like you know. And and that's the thought process. You know, the one thing about Africa, and being a parent in Africa, or even just being an adult in Africa, kids are not the center of anything like kids are almost like an afterthought like yes you have them there's a very like um there's very high pressure to have kids as soon as you get married two months in everybody is looking are you pregnant are you you know but once you have the children you know they're not at the center of anything it's like the children shouldn't control the children control your life but the children children do control your life and they should because you have chosen to bring them into this world right and it is your responsibility to give them you know everything that you can your, your very best like it ha- doesn't have to look like what the next person is giving them or the, giving their own children's story but it has to be the very best that you you can give them and this is something that I'm really trying to just lean into Um, So, yeah, so I guess I've kind of rumbled on a little bit about my philosophy and, you know, why I decided is I just want to be so transparent that, you know, I, I fail as a parent, but I'm on this journey where I want to acknowledge, like, how do I become a better parent? How do I become more in tune with my kids, but also how do I forgive myself for the mistakes that I know I'm going to make? So I guess, like I said, like, you know, a little bit of my background, like having grown up in Zimbabwe. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I moved to... So I, I live in Australia at the moment, in Sydney. Um, and, you know, it's also a lot of cultural things that come into it. A lot of things that I worry about growing up uh, myself. I pretty much, once we moved here when we were 10, I grew up in a predominantly white society. My friends were white. Uh, my kids, you know it's 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 not you know it's not like i guess i listen to a lot of american podcasts and i listen to a lot of african american experiences but our experiences especially as african australians can be quite a little bit different to that i think we've got common shared experiences as black people but there can also be some differences, um, especially depending on where you're living. Um, and living in Australia, you know, there's a lot of worry because my kids are not just going to be exposed to a lot of black people. Like at school, there'll maybe be one or two other black people people in their class or other black kids in their class. um, And that's about it. Um, So, you know, there's these tough conversations, um, these heavy conversations that I need to have with my kids down the line. They're still a bit too young, but my three-year-old is already starting to recognize things about the world. And I need to feel like I have formed um, a good bond with them. A good circle of trust that I can have this conversation with them in a way that feels safe. And I think that really needs to start now. And I think this podcast, as well as sharing and just hearing from other people what their experiences have been um, and how they're navigating this space, it will also help me to hold myself accountable on this journey because I think sometimes parenting is so exhausting that it's so easy for us to just give up. To just say, you know, not give up per se, like you're never gonna give up on parenting, but to just try, you know, to just get by. That's what I say. So the bear is like you're so tired, you're so exhausted, you just get by. Like you just, and I find myself doing this as well, you know, I just give them food, maybe I play with them for two minutes, but then I'm very distracted, I'm not really present as a parent right and then I put them to bed and then that sigh of relief that that lack of presence you know is something that I'm really trying to work on even though I'm there I'm not really there sometimes guys and I I think kids can really sense that they can really sense that and you, you sort of condition them to think that is normal but then that has so many implications for them as they grow older and they get into their own relationships you know in terms of what's normal and what's not normal so you know um i'm you know a social worker by you know by profession so I work as a social worker I've also done counseling work I've worked with children um, and I've worked in child development and understanding the brain so the the funny thing is I understand that from a like theory point of view but now that I have my own kids to implement it is a totally different ballgame right so I'm hoping in this podcast that I'll be able to explore different aspects of parenting, different aspects of co-parenting. Um, I will um, invite my husband to also join. And we're going to talk about, um, again, how our backgrounds and how our, um, how we were raised is impacting our parenting style, you know. And then hopefully as the podcast grows, you know, I can have some, I can invite some speakers or guest speakers from different cultural you know, backgrounds um, and from the same cultural backgrounds. And we can have these conversations because this is, you know, it it exists, this idea, like I said, of how your parents and how they parented you influences your own parenting exists in all cultures. Now, this, this podcast is called The Modern African Mama because this is my personal experience, right? And I'm going to be hosting this uh, podcast and talking about my own experiences and my own lens, um and you know what is happening with me as a parent, and hoping that this can inspire someone who is feeling like, oh, they're doing all they can and they're failing or they're feeling like giving up to keep going, right? And to create a safe space where we can talk about, yes, we fail. We fail many, many times as parents, but it is the intention and it is the willingness to always learn and always move forward that's going to make a difference. Right, and that's what I truly believe, you know. And I'm, I'm gonna, you know, as this is the intro, um, this is the, this is the intro, um, episode. But as we progress, we're gonna have, you know, different segments. So we're gonna have segments where, at the very beginning, we're gonna do an emotional check in. So today, I'm just gonna do an emotional check in with myself, and I'll just explain a little bit. Uh, Like in terms of what that's going to look like. So an emotional check in is basically going to be just checking in. How are you doing today? You know, what are you feeling today? What's sort of sitting with you? you know in that moment are you feeling sad are you feeling ambivalent are you feeling okay are you feeling happy excited what is happening because the one thing i think in the rush like when you're a parent you're always in the like in a rush and you don't take the time to really listen to yourself and where you are and you should because like sometimes we feel guilty oh you know I just it's all about the kids right and we feel guilty for taking time but when you take time for yourself to be okay or even to recognize where you're at it will impact how you interact with your kids for the rest of the day right so for example today I think I was feeling um neutral like um I think I was feeling tired yeah definitely I'm always feeling tired um, and I know that impacts the way that I interact with the kids because my level of frustration will probably be more uh, just because I'm, I'm so tired so um, you know it takes a lot of energy emotional energy to hold yourself right and to lean into what your toddler needs or what your baby needs and when you're feeling tired it's not you know, um, it's very hard to do that and to do what you need to do. Um, and you know, and then I think as we progress, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, try and unpack that a lot more and unpack exactly what can you actually do. So let's say you do your emotional check-in and you're like, I'm just so tired or I'm feeling really sad. And I don't know if I have the energy or the will to deal with the kids but you know you're going to have to you know you're always going to have two kids they're in your space they take up your time you know and you know that you have to show up for them so what can you do when you do that emotional check-in with yourself and you just don't feel okay so that's something that we're going to explore together. We're going to talk about different strategies that we can implement together. And guys, like I said, I'm in it too. So this is not just going to be like, um, you know, I'm giving advice, but I'm not doing it. This is going to help me as well. Um, and mostly I'm doing it for myself, actually, because then I can, you know, implement it. I can do an emotional check in and be like, today I'm feeling very sad. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take some time. And it's not realistic, again, guys, to say you're going to take some time, like the whole day you know very few times you have little kids that you can do that but it might be just five minutes throughout the day like you might just be taking five minutes where your partner can be watching them or when they have a nap you know you have a, you have your own nap or you have a shower instead of like you know it, 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 instead of rushing to clean up the house or you know to make sure everything is organized take 20 minutes while they're having a nap to do something just for yourself and to sit in your emotions and how you're feeling right so I'm already starting to get excited about all the good things we're going to talk about we're going to talk about self-care as parents and what's realistic what's not realistic because I hate it when people talk about self-care and they go oh just go get a massage or like it's not enough self-care has to be something that you're actively doing every single day in fact Every minute of the day you have to be leaning in and it's important because the more self-care you do, the more present you're going to be, the more balanced you're going to be and the more your kids are actually going to get out of you. So, you know, um, that, that's going to be our little journey. You know, this is just the beginning. So I don't know where this is going to take us. You know, uh, at the moment, I'm just in my closet recording this. So again, I don't know who's going to listen to this, but I'm hopeful that even if this podcast touches one other person, even if it gives me a chance to connect with other mothers I will be so grateful because that's the other thing in Australia we've been so isolated at the moment I'm in Sydney we're in like our seventh week of lockdown Um, my usual support network my mum is not able to visit not able to help so you know I just felt called to start this podcast and really to try and build a community and to rally Around each other, as we face these challenges in and in parenting, and as we look back, guys, because looking back at how we were parented, looking back at history uh whenever we look at his- whenever we look back at history, it is a learning experience, right we learn and we take the good and then we, we we throw away the bad so that's why it's always good to reflect about you know how I was raised Hmm, how is it affecting me now as a parent what did I like about you know the way I was raised because it's not always all bad there's there's positive things and there is so many positive things about the way I was raised and the kind of mother I had so I'm you know always so grateful for that but then what are some of the things that I did not like what are some of the things that have um, created a bit of trauma in me? Now, there's there can be extreme trauma and then there can also be a bit of trauma. I think it's a very there's a whole spectrum of trauma. And sometimes people just think that trauma is, you know, something that's just, you know, either really, really bad, something terrible happened to you. But sometimes there's little things that happen that affected you. It might not even even if you've got siblings, it might not even have even affected them even though they were in the same household. But it affected you because people are individuals. And that's another thing I think we're going to really lean into talking about uh, treating kids as individuals, like especially if they're siblings, they're not the same person. And that's very hard to do because I find myself comparing as well. So, so many good things to talk about, so many good things to lean into, and I am so, so excited to be starting this journey and to be finally pressing start on this journey. I've been thinking about this for a long time. This this podcast has been living in me for a long time, so I'm so excited to be starting, guys. Um, so here we go. Please join me on this journey. Um, if you like this podcast, when you listen to it, please, um, you know, share it with a friend, share it on your social media. If you feel it's going to help someone and also rate and review on all the platforms as well. Thank you for listening to me today, guys. Bye.